2: Um, Tom ran off for just a minute, and he will be here. Tom, you're missing your big, long intro. Oh, what will they do without your? There you I'm go. Ready for okay, it. so I'm going to introduce Tom to do okay. his big. Just let us know when you're ready to sit down and do the show. <laughs> oh, you're not on? We're no, not we on? are on, actually. We are on. We are on, no. Tom. So whenever you're ready, you just get right into it. Uh,
1: and here I'm I am. I'm going to defer
2: to you to do your long intro. Go ahead.
1: Here it's coming on the way in a minute as soon as this gets out of the way. All right. And that. That gets Happy in
2: holidays, we can <laughs> Happy, say now officially. Uh, holidays. All right. So go ahead, Tom. You Launch ready? into it. <laughs> you know, right. I can't believe I had the opportunity to not have that, mm-hmm. and I'm deferring and let him have that. That's too bad. Why did I do that?
1: This is the rather <laughs> cold voice right now letting you know that your Let's local an- announcer is ready to find the most delicious food and the most elegant, effective service, hot or new, or New Orleans, America's best eating city, it's all we have here on the outlet, 105.3 FM HD 2, for great audio quality on 105.3 F. what did I do here?
2: Well, I'm just, uh, I'm feeling like that was sort of something that you could have said with a lightning bolt from the Thunder Mountain.
0: <laughs> that was exactly I was, what I was after. I was
2: so jazzed just listening to it. I was about ready to start marching in line. Yes, it was, it, that was inspiring, Tom. Thank
1: you. Yeah. Uh, it, it, what uh, made me a minute and a half late? Well, Is that well, you well,
2: just got up and walked out? No, I, uh, yeah.
1: I, I, I. Uh, I had no idea we were that close on it, and uh, so uh, just a lame excuse. But I found uh, five more of these here that uh-huh. uh, you have seen. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And yes, are... Uh,
2: Tom is uh, very happy uh, that that he is finding a lot of uh, blasts from his past, which I love. I absolutely love because uh, these are works of art. And I'm very excited that you are finding these because, first of all, we're going to be using them on Nomenu.com in the vintage edition coming up in January, and uh, they're they're super. Uh, they're they're really just. Well, they have, I hate to use the word. I I refuse to use the word amazing or awesome. So all those a words are off for me. But they are pretty pretty impressive. I will say that.
1: Uh these are uh editions of the New Orleans menu, which is the same name as our website. Yes. And uh I it's all started out as a print publication. And uh I thought they were all gone, but some people have been calling me and sending me oh, yeah? some that That's they great. found. Here's That's an wonderful. interesting just one to get it started. Here I love it. Uh you have a guy wearing a, a, a toga yeah. around his um, around his head. A toque. Uh, you mean? A toque? Is that what it is? This well, is a toque toga
2: is something that they wore in Rome, and they were just sort of. Okay. Actually, I would like to be wearing a toga now because be I bad. yeah I feel like I'm growing out of my clothes, so a toga would be good because you just have to, you just let the the belt out. Anyway.
1: So this is edition number forty four. Yes, but here. people
2: can't see that, Tom. No, they so, can't. But they, they, so it looks can, good, folks. I'll verify that. I
1: can describe what's yeah. on it. It's a photograph. Yeah. Actually, it's a painting. It's a painting by Tom, uh, by Rise Delmar Oxner, who ah, is a very prominent person. Yes. Uh, it is Tom Kauman who for a very ah, long time was the of chef of yours, at, the, I at the Upper Line restaurant. Uh-huh. And that's him. That's a, a, a painting of him.
0: Yeah, so and
1: cool. th- the rest of it in this uh, publication, which you will never find, uh, no matter how long you look. The, uh, we've been trying to find some, and it's almost okay. impossible. But there are photographs of a lot of restaurants that uh, are no longer with us. A lot of restaurants from the uh, from West End Park and and other places such as that. Okay. And I have four of them, and they came oh, We're in. not going to go through all of oh, them. Oh, no, no. We're we going to start talking
2: a... about the holidays.
1: Actually, there was a guy I stopped in the uh, in the driveway uh-huh. uh, or in the hallway uh, who asked me not more than five m- or ten minutes
2: mm-hmm. whether
1: this is me here on this piece of paper I'm, mm-hmm. I'm rattling here.
2: Yes, yeah, that, that is you, seen... in fact, Tom. That is absolutely it? is. Yes. Oh,
1: no, but it's not her because I don't have horns that big.
2: Yes you yeah. don't have well, I don't know I, I sometimes wonder if you have horns hidden somewhere. two six zero six three six eight is the number. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving everyone. Yeah. Uh, we had a um, we had a different kind of Thanksgiving. It was oh? a lovely Thanksgiving, but it was not the one that we have grown accustomed to, although that one, I think has been gone for about four or five years now,
0: yeah.
2: but, um, but it, it was a lovely Thanksgiving and, um, it was probably, you know, I would say it was not as. Food-centric, as they usually are. But honestly, I was really uncomfortable. I was wishing I had some of those Martha Stewart stretch Thanksgiving pants. But um, (laughs) Why would you want that? Everyone was hoping that, uh, especially the host who was just sort of lying on the sofa watching the Saints game in utter pain. Hmm. It was a full day before he could even taste your Thanksgiving cheesecake, Tom. Which, by the way, I have Hmm. to say came out pretty good.
1: I thought it did.
2: We wouldn't allow Tom the full account of what happened on Thanksgiving at the Fitz and Morris house is in nomenu.com today. But um, I will give you sketchy details. We did not allow Tom his usual <laughs> procedure. Yeah, with. I don't the allow myself
1: that. Oh, okay.
2: Which is sort of a maybe a 12 hour deal. Mm hmm. And we just didn't have the time to indulge that. So um, the cheesecake, which is normally a beautiful puff of light cheesecake texture with a pale brown cover. I wouldn't call it a crust because a crust is kind of hard. But this was just like, you know, just the perfect color. And this year it was caved in. And it didn't have a crack because it was too busy caving. And so the cake, the cheesecake that Tom is so ginger with that he would get up a couple of times in the middle of the night and gradually let the door open so that it wouldn't have a crack and it wouldn't cave in. We threw all that out the window and Tom had to do his cheesecake in the morning and get that sucker out as soon as it was done because we started everything the morning of, and then we were all just sort of clamoring to get into the oven. So But you know what, Tom? It tasted every bit as good as it normally does. It was only an inch high, which was a little disturbing.
1: Yeah, it was. We were running a little low on f- It was f- cream only an cheese. inch high,
2: um, but it was really good. I thought it was good.
1: Well, nothing,
2: uh, nothing wrong with it at all. The ham came out great. The mac and cheese was lackluster. Lackluster. I have luster. to say, it was lackluster.
1: Now wait a minute. Isn't I that your? I learned something. Isn't that I your learned project?
2: Something. It is my project, and I, uh, I'll tell you what happened. Tell me. Um. I learned that sharp cheese is good. Extra, extra, super, super, super sharp cheese should probably be blended with something not so sharp. Because if every bit of the cheese that you have is extra, extra, super duper, a la Peter T. Hooper, as I used to say with the kids (laughs) from the Dr. Seuss book sharp cheddar then it's probably gonna be a little too sharp so that was a bit of a problem I thought Mm. I I was a little disappointed first time ever that I could say that I was disappointed in the mac and cheese it didn't seem to bother anyone else but I was a little disappointed and Mary Lee who is the barometer of all things mac and cheese was disappointed as well Mm. we will do better I promise we will do better for Christmas
1: Ah, yes. Who's coming over for Christmas?
2: No one is coming over for Christmas. No one. We are going back over
1: to 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 do it for ourselves.
2: Place with all of those people, only three times as many, and hopefully the other FitzMorrises will be here too. Two six zero six three six eight. How was your Thanksgiving? I know that uh, we have talked a lot about Thanksgiving, but I hope that you had a good one. And um, and I would say we had a we had a challenge out for people. Was it going to be a Thanksgiving, a Frankenstein, or a Franksgiving? (laughs) So I'm happy to report that the Fitzmorrises did not have a Franken—wait, a Franksgiving or a Frankenstein. We had a very nice Thanksgiving, and I hope you did as well. Moving on, it is the holidays now, and it's party time. Um, We are starting to chronicle the Revions. Around town. If you have had a great Revion in the past and would like to share it, we would like to know. There are lots and lots of them. We chronicled uh, or featured, I should say, the um, Revion at Trinas today to start off the Revion.
1: You went over there today?
2: No, but in nomenu.com, we're going Mm -hmm. to be having every day a featured Revion Ah. because people like Revions and they want to do Revions, Mm -hmm. and so there's so many of them.
1: Uh, today, one of the things that one of the other things that came in the mail yeah. uh, included uh, exactly what you just described. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the same same idea, and uh, let's see. There, oh, the the um, Revion Revion, uh-huh. and uh, there's a little booklet that's yeah. about five inches by oh, really? three inches long. And it has all of the menus from oh, all good. of the restaurants that are offering it. Is that
2: this year? Is it that 2019's version? Yeah. Where is it? You got it in your it mailbox. It is. Here?
1: It's in my uh, oh, mailbox. Well, don't you go get it. Oh, well, because I'm talking to you. Don't really to mind
2: you. being off the show when it's on.
1: Oh, I I don't
2: mind, <laughs> Just but I'll uh, get it. Um, I'll get it next time we get is a break. The opening, Tom. I know you have yeah. been waiting for this and counting the days. Yeah. Tomorrow is the opening of the downtown Shake Shack.
1: The Who? You no, know, what is this? the
2: downtown Shake Shack. I, I've it's heard. The Canal Place Shack.
1: I, I've heard about this being discussed, but what's special or about Canal it?
2: The Canal Shack? I'm not sure what it is. What? The
1: Canal Shack?
2: It's the Shake Shack. It's the opening Shack. in. The, I th- does but I've really heard of that. That's a change, isn't it? It's opening. Actually, is Brooks Brothers still there? Because it looks to me like it's opening in the Brooks Brothers space.
1: It was there for a long time. I don't know if they're open. Or well, they're not. definitely
2: I, open on that floor, but I don't know if yeah. it's actually in that space. But the new Shake Shack opens tomorrow. All of you who are as appreciative of the Shake Shack as I am, uh, just want you to know that that is the third. And final one, maybe not ever, but of the three that were planned for the New Orleans area, this is the third and final one to open. The first one opened at uh, Severn Mm
1: -hmm.
2: about four months ago, maybe, sometime in the summer. Yeah, it was in that that place that used to uh, be a a beer kind of, yeah, Mm loggers. And then the second one opened at the airport. When the airport opened, it was also open. And this is the third and final one that they have planned for Mm. New Orleans for now. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. Is there some special?
1: uh, I'm sorry to to interrupt you there, but you just uh, were telling us about uh, this. What's the name of it again? Something er, the one you were just talking about. Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you? uh, Is this something you really like? It's it's a chain, isn't it?
2: Do I like Shake Shack? I love Shake Shack.
1: Well, I, obviously there's a reason for that, and you you must have a a, a good reason. Well, there uh, are things
2: that I love about Shake Shack, and things that I don't love about Shake Shack.
1: Oh well, fill us in.
2: Uh, I I think that I think that a a hamburger chain of that caliber and hype should be serving fresh cut fries. I mean, if they don't. Five Guys can do it, and if. In and out can do it. Then I don't see why an atomic burger, not far from there, can do it. Then the Shake Shack should be able to do it. Hmm. Their fries are frozen. They are waffle cut. they're they're not. They're not, um, they're not waffle fries. They are uh, crinkle cut fries. And I mean, they're not bad. It's hard to say that something is bad, uh, but um, but they're not what they ought to be, in my opinion. Hmm. On the other hand, everything is hormone-free and free-range and all that, so I give them points for that. Uh, and I just think it's a tasty burger. I just think it's a really tasty burger.
1: Well, we continue to see the expansion of that uh, particular dish, if you could call it a dish.
2: But burgers?
1: Burgers. They just keep I don't know if you, I'd call it a dish. In...
2: I don't think I'd call it a dish. You don't think so? No, I don't, okay. think, I don't think I would call it a dish. All right. Anyway, two We've six just zero established six that, three folks. Three, six, eight is the number. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2.
1: Hello, welcome back. It's the Food Show. We'd love to have you on our program today. There's plenty of room for we you. We so would. And uh, we have lots of things to talk about. If you have a, a thought about some dish or some restaurant or some wine or whatever, and you'd like to say it because you like it a lot, uh, don't uh, hesitate. Call us up. Tell us about it if you think it. Differently, uh, what we think about one or another restaurant—that's just okay, uh, just completely fine. We would love to hear your thoughts about all of this. The number is two six zero six three six eight two six zero sixty three sixty eight. If something outrageous happened to you,
2: let's do New Orleans hamburger and seafood, where thought. you will find great hamburgers.
1: Yes, you do. Christy. You know what? In fact, I was reading an article in a magazine from. I don't know how long ago it was, but the, the man who originally had the idea of New Orleans hamburger uh, at the very beginning, the people yeah. who, mm-hmm. the, who uh, came up with the idea of uh-huh. getting these thicker burgers, yeah. more uh, different uh, characteristics in the way it's and grilled. And you talked to
2: him and you told them they should crank up the grill.
1: Crank up the and grill. And they did it. But don't, well, don't crank it up too it's much. It's a because much
2: better burger.
1: And then uh, uh, really getting in there. I've heard this and, story before. Well, I, yeah, but, <laughs> but maybe somebody listening to us has not heard it. Anyway, you get to the end of it and you say, you know, this is a really uh, unusually good hamburger. I wonder why. Well, why is that it's grilled to order. It's crusty on the outside, juicy in the middle. All the things that I like about a burger, I don't know about you, but you I'll bet you you have a little bit at least of agreement with me. Uh, uh, about that, but you Cooked can certainly order is
2: also what the seafood is there.
1: You, you can always uh, land on it and find that the same rules apply. They, everything is made to order. It's fresh, it's good, it's and, greaseless,
2: it's golden brown, not it's expensive. Delicious, comes to the table hot and smoky.
1: That's right. I and mean,
2: not smoky in that it smells like smoke, gold. but smoky in that it's heat. They
1: steaming. Heat. Steaming. That works too. All of this is at New Orleans <laughs> Hamburger and Seafood Company. What do
2: you think, Doug? I can't think of for myself. Yes, it's the heat, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood has ten locations around town. They have char grilled oysters. They yep. have good local specialties, and they have great salads. That too. So you might want to try them out.
1: Yeah, New Orleans
2: Hamburger and Seafood.
1: Yeah, they used to have uh, what looked like a like a. Uh, A bar, a salad bar, and you would help yourself. Yeah, it was like a dressing bar. And it upset some people when they did that, but I think it actually did make the product better. Well, uh,
2: it's a fast casual environment now that is strictly fast casual, so you just sort of get it the way you want it and you order it that way. New Orleans hamburger and seafood. Hey, it is holiday time, so are you planning a particular holiday party? I have talked several times about my mother's um Christmas Eve party that we looked mm-hmm. forward to every year until Tom came in. It was all family,
1: it. if I remember right.
2: Yes, yes. It's
1: all family, and somehow they family. they allowed me to come.
2: Well, they did until you pulled me away, and then it just sort of fall <laughs> fell apart. Tom destroyed. <laughs> Hope you're happy, Tom. No, destroyed I destroyed. What did I do? My mother's pride and joy.
1: No, oh, I'm so pride sorry. Pride and joy. Because totally you know. I-
2: Destroyed it. Oh. He didn't like my mother. He would rather go to the Brennan's house and have a party there. He had no appreciation for my mother's mock oyster patties.
1: Oh, well, oyster patties, uh, there are a lot of people that don't get off These on weren't that.
2: oyster patties, Tom. These were mock oyster mock patties.
1: Mock oyster patties. <laughs> interesting.
2: Tom yeah. thinks oyster patties <laughs> in and of themselves in their primo form is something to be avoided at all costs, much less mock oyster patties. But I loved the menu. This was in my days before Tom enlightened me. We had Gino's pizza rolls. Mmm, boy. We, We had the mock oyster patties. And we had these sausage balls, which were Jimmy Dean sausage and some kind of tubed cheese and some sort of biscuit dough all wrapped together. These were. This is, This was my heritage. This mm-hmm. is why. Well, I'm not feel properly bad about bonded or... with food. What
1: You certainly are, don't feel bad about that.
2: Well, no, of course not. No. No, I, mean, I you find know, it I, a source of amusement. I, I
1: have, a, I have a, a similar sort of thing.
2: How could I have become such a snob I, is what I often ask myself.
1: I. Well, this will help you.
2: What's
1: that? Uh, it, it, it is a truth that Your mother is just a wonderful... uh, Well, she's not here anymore. Not here anymore. But but, 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 uh, Actually, I
2: think she's haunting me lately. Go ahead. A
1: lovely uh, person, and I always loved her, but here's what I loved most about her. What's that? She laughed at anything I said. She did. Absolutely anything. She
2: did. My mother.
1: This was not the way things were in the rest of the house, because I would get looked at and and I would get some consideration (laughs) that... Ah, uh, you better be on your toes here, brother, or else you're gonna throw get yourself thrown oh. out. But her mother, my
2: family is not to be trifled with. Let's put it that way. My <laughs> well, your mother loved me. My, and well, but see, but Tom, she was something. not... She was, yeah. But uh, we should explain something, but I'm not going to. But anyway. Um, Let's say that by the time Tom met my mother, she was slightly compromised. So that, um, the same thing
1: could be so, said about being not me these days. So, so I can.
2: So that's what I'm saying. So you have a little. You're it's keeping up. Yeah. But I remember once my, a former boyfriend of mine um, cooked something he was very excited about, barbecued shrimp. You have to realize, folks, that my family knew nothing about food, nothing about food. You know, my sister-in-law, the one that I often speak about, who, who introduced me to pecan pie,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, something for which I am eternally grateful, but she was good in every imaginable way. I mean, everything. She was like Martha Stewart. <gasps> I just realized this. My mm. ex-sister-in-law is kind of like Martha Stewart.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah.
2: Anyway, um, she was – well, I mean, she's not, but but she – to us, the heathens that we were, both culinarily and in every other way, uh, she was like – you know, it was like Martha Stewart walking through the door. She introduced us to things like Spanakopita and um, – just
1: spinach uh kind of pie,
2: pie spinach pie, incredible spinach cross. pie. <clears throat> if you're into Spanacopita, the new rock rose has mm-hmm. a gorgeous, gorgeous spinach pie. But anyway, um, she uh, she brought all of these things into our lives and she was treated as she was sort of revered for that. My poor boyfriend.
1: <laughs> that some, would have been me, for, I think, huh?
2: Well, no, you're my Not poor yet. husband. Oh,
1: well. but
2: but the boyfriend never did make it to that level. Mm. But um, he made the mistake once of wanting to introduce my family to barbecued shrimp, which was something we had. You know, I mean, it's like that is that's a restaurant dish, and we never ever went to restaurants. So um, there were a lot of us. There were nine of us, and he made the mistake of doing barbecued shrimp. <laughs> For my family and the recipe for barbecued shrimp that he used, this was in the days when it had just started and it wasn't, it was pre emerald. Because mm-hmm. I think once emerald introduced barbecued shrimp a la emerald, it had a lot more of a complex flavor to it. It was a it. very
1: different it kind had, of doing yeah, it. Yeah,
2: it had Worcestershire sauce in it and it had a lot more ingredients, but back in the day... If you were into barbecued shrimp, you took shrimp, you put a stick of butter and a can of pepper. That's or at least about that's right. what he did. That's yeah. what he did. Mm-hmm. And he just kept layering on the pepper on this barbecued shrimp and my whole family, you know, the we had never seen the like of that. And so um so you know how gruff my father could be. I remember him after we had tried the barbecue. <laughs> after we had tried the barbecue shrimp. His comment was, "This family throws bricks." <laughs> <laughs> you had much nicer uh-huh. treatment, Tom. They just uh-huh. sort of were so puzzled by you but that I'm, they just really didn't know what to think of you. So it come, comes naturally still to this day. Every, anyway, go
1: ahead. What everybody loves me.
2: I know. Yeah. I know. I remember when you told that uh, the um, the Prom night story to my brother.
0: Yeah, there was, he couldn't figure it out. There
2: was a just a big pregnant pause, and then he cast a glance over to me, and he said, "Is he for real? Is he kidding?" <laughs> <laughs> there was that question I offered a lot. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. We're way off the subject, but that is that's all um, right.
1: You can talk about anything. Well, I started to, do to talk about eating. Parties. I started parties. to
2: talk about parties because yeah. people are probably gearing up for some party that uh, that they have like a holiday party every year. So I know that we went to someone's holiday party that they have every year for a couple of years in a row and then I think we got dumped off the list. I'm very sad about that. It was a very nice party. Hmm. It was featured around his gumbo, which was ruleless, I thought was uh, pretty, I was skeptical at first, but it's quite delicious, quite delicious. Mm-hmm. Anyway, holiday parties, are you having one? If so, is it on a particular night? Does it and and what reason would that be? Why is it on that particular night? I would love to revive my mother's Christmas Eve party and make it real food, not, mm-hmm. you know, not Gino's pizza rolls and the like. Uh our second grandbaby is speaking his first word and he has a lot of words, but this first word is is shows that he's a true Fitzmorris, and it's sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Mike.
1: Goodness sake! Hi, Mike. Hello. Hello. Mike is here. Yes. Welcome I'm to the a, show. I'm
3: hearing a I'm hearing a lot of popping on my end. If you're not hearing it on your end, I can tolerate it. Anyway, um, Gerard Maris was the true genius that transformed barbecue shrimp oh
1: really You know, uh you you beat me to that because uh when we were talking about this i i was going to get into what it was that that was different that about those barbecue it. shrimp uh-huh. and uh so but i may as well let you do it since you're you're yeah, there and he was uh,
2: kind enough to call yes yeah
1: so well, uh
3: basically basically he took what was an oily mess and yeah. realized that if you added pads of cold butter at the end of the dish, you got an emulsified sauce yep. instead of that's right a separated a separated oily mess. Hmm.
2: Well,
3: did amazing. he did
2: he add all those other things to it too, like emerald- well,
3: yeah. emeralds? Yeah, I, I got mixed feelings about emeralds barbecue shrimp. And, and there's one aspect of it that I really like. I like the fact that. He makes a demi, a shrimp demi, out of the heads and the shells, mm-hmm. and it's very easy to eat in an elegant environment. But I think he uses way too much Worcestershire sauce. I really do. It just well, he makes his own,
2: he's very point. proud of that. I,
1: I, I do uh, agree with you totally on that. But you have, in in fact, hitting the nail on the uh, head when you say that it was the the uh, the. Uh, De, uh, Worcestershire cold butter? No, that's not. No, it's the what Ger- you get. Gerard out. Maris. Gerard, yeah. yeah. No, but uh, but yeah. what Emerald did was, uh, he, Mike, don't try he, he this made... at
2: home. This is my job to prompt. Go ahead.
1: Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, uh, that's how Emerald got his 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 uh, barbecue shrimp, which were totally different from anybody else's in the city. But he was making a stock, reducing it down, bringing the butter in it's, later. It's
2: much more complex than it started <laughs> it out. It
1: was. Yeah, but I, it always was good. But, I think
2: I think it's delicious. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, so wait, who else has? Is it? Is it? Uh, no, that's the gumbo. yaya, Okay. So, Mike, do you agree that 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 it started out as a much simpler dish and basically just pepper, butter, and shrimp? Or is well, that to be, faulty? To be honest,
3: to be honest with you, I've never had Manali's barbecue shrimp.
0: Okay.
2: And
3: I know that I know they use margarine. And from what I understand, they have a pot of the sauce that they apply to the shrimp as needed per order. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. really, but I've never had, I, I picked up on barbecue shrimp after Gerard Marist. Mm-hmm. You know, he developed his, his style. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Emerald's, the, the big deal about Emerald's is, is that the shrimp are served to you peeled and he has a shrimp demi. That's where the real flavor comes. That's
1: it. That is absolutely right
3: yeah yeah, yeah. The, and if you, if you don't all he did was he took a dish that's basically meant to be eaten on picnic tables and he put it on into a white tablecloth restaurant mm-hmm. where well, you don't have to fool with peeling them and getting your hands all sticky and everything else, yeah but yeah. you mentioned Gumbo a second ago. I want to tell you, we got to hambone for the first time Saturday night. oh yeah, and I want to preface it by saying I love the food, okay there's a couple of issues with what we had but i absolutely loved the food we got there early and it was of course an lsu night so there weren't a whole lot of people although he had an enormous tv set up outside so anybody that was seated outside could have been watching the game uh it was our first time there and we ordered quite a bit of food we uh i started with the gumbo which i knew your opinion your feelings about i I, Thought it was probably the best gumbo I ever had. That's how good it was.
2: I think it's the best of a lot of things I've ever had.
3: Yeah, and those little biscuits they serve with <gasps> that maple butter or whatever—that uh-huh. is spectacularly good. Yeah, uh, my, my, my daughter wife,
2: calls uh, them otherworldly.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're they're, they're almost yeah. too soft. You know, they uh-huh. just—it's like eating little puffs of air almost. You know, uh-huh. they're so they they break up in your hand.
0: Yeah,
3: but my wife my wife got that dish. That's the uh, the the grilled broccoli, or the, the blackened broccoli over the bean puree, and that was, that was pretty good. That wasn't as good as the gumbo, but it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then for entrees, she got what was called the Remy sandwiches. which is basically a Reuben.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: And she got the potato salad with <gasps> the pickled it.
2: The best ever, really.
3: And I I got the fried chicken and mm-hmm. the the greens, yeah. sauteed greens, smothered greens. The only problem with the food that came out at that point were two things were really tough. The pastrami was really tough hmm. on the sandwich,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and the greens were really, really tough. Really? And hmm. both of those things could be very simply rectified. I mean, you yeah. cut you cut the pastrami against the grain, and it's going to be tender.
2: Oh, it was not careful, cut against the grain?
3: Well, I mean, she's presuming that's why it was tough. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That's typically why a brisket. Well you can look at it and see. Yeah, the grain on a brisket changes continuously. Right. right. Yeah. So if you just keep cutting in one direction, then right. sooner or later you're gonna have yes. a pop. Uh-huh. You know? And yeah. the greens the greens simply weren't blanched long enough before they were smothered. Uh-huh. But they everything had a wonderful flavor. I asked her specifically, I said, Look, if the if the 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 meat had been tender. Would you have been happy with the sandwich? And she said, "Oh yeah, it was. It would have been great." Mm -hmm. And I felt the same way about that. The fried chicken was spectacularly good, Mm -hmm. and I had no idea that for sixteen dollars I was going to be served half a chicken with some more of those delicious biscuits included.
2: This this guy is killing it. This is this is incredibly sophisticated food. I think. I love it.
3: really,
0: really delicious. Love
2: it. Next time you go, try that shrimp salad.
3: I didn't remember seeing that on a menu. Oh, my
2: gosh. There's like a shrimp remoulade wedge or something, and it will knock your socks off.
3: We got there so early that she didn't want to go right in. She didn't want to be the only one in there. Mm -hmm. So we did a little riding around of Old Mandeville, and I was just horrified to see that Lafitte is already closed. Are they? Yes. Oh, I mean, it was Oh my dark.
2: gosh. Well, you know what? I'm sad about that, too, because that had a lot of promise. And um, you, had you ever been there?
3: Yeah, yeah. We went for a Sunday brunch yeah. and I thought it was good. I I, I, I good too. It. Yeah. Now, I can't, I, 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 will, I will say that Yes, it was a holiday weekend, and maybe there's the remote possibility that they chose to take the holiday weekend off. But uh-huh. the place was completely desolate, and it was dark. You know? Well, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm it? gonna
2: check with uh, the guy who does the production here. Um, his wife is a waitress there. I'm going to check on that. That that would make me sad because you know what the guy that owns that has another thriving place in Hammond. Although you know what. If you have a thriving place and you open another place and that one starts draining the thriving one, you know? That's
3: a doomed building.
2: It, well, I don't you. think, I don't, I, th- I don't believe that of any building. I think that there are, there are things that happen in buildings that change the fortunes. It just depends on what it is. But I it's well, not good. It doesn't look I good, I'll say that. Well,
3: I, I don't think it's the building per se. I think it's the location of the building. Yeah, oh yeah. Anything, any, anything on Gerard. Seems to do pretty well. But get a street or two over closer to the church and yeah, out of yeah. sight, out of mind. You know?
1: It's, uh, yeah, I, I think that's exactly what does slow them down. I don't think it's them 100%. Uh, not 100%, but it's. Um, that's certainly the force there, because you go there and you want it to be good, and then, but for some reason you don't go. Now, how do you explain that? And that well, because out of sight, out of yeah.
2: mind, you well, know, out of sight, out of mind. Well, but, I am
1: out of my sign. But I mean, I'll tell
2: you what, I uh, I thought that was a promising place, and I was happy that he had another place to support it until it could fly, mm, but um, no. I don't know. I think there's something that could go in there that could do well. I, I'm just curious to see what well, it
3: what I it. Think is. it- I never made it over there when it was St. Rock, but I would think that something casual like that would probably do a lot better than anything to light tablecloth, to upscale.
2: You know, Pete, who's at Lake House, was doing fine. He closed that of his own accord because he just got tired of it. It wasn't like he was going down. Name a
1: restaurant that is very close to a church of any kind.
2: Yeah, Gianna hard, is close to St. Patrick's downtown.
1: It, it, what St. Patrick's?
2: Gianna is close to St. Patrick's downtown.
1: Yeah, that's well. There w- you go. What
2: does that mean? What, are, what are uh, you
1: I, I think there's even even if you're a church-going uh, a kind of a person, uh, there's something <laughs> about about being at a uh, at being at a restaurant. Uh, where well, the, any
2: restaurant that's depending on churchgoers is in trouble well, right now because
3: yeah, I actually said the same thing to my wife. I said, you know, they need to open something there where the people coming out of church go directly across the street. She goes, well, you can't run a business on no, one day a week. Of course, yeah,
1: not. No. No, no, that's, that's not. a problem. And, and
3: I'm I'm going to let y'all go. I usually limit myself to the subject of food and beverage, but I have to ask you: twenty TVs in one house, really? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to tell you something about that house. I'm going to tell you something about that house. That house, first of all, is enormous. It, just to, to quote one of the young people at the last party there, he was he's five years old. He was telling me out by the pool, this place is a jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> and then he asked his mom if they could have a house like that. Um, the house it is very tricky to have a house that big that isn't pretentious and opulent and cold. That house is warm. It's fun. It's tasteful. I would move in there tomorrow, and I would never move into a house that big. But I I want to live in their guest house. I asked her if I could, but she told me no. Hmm.
3: You know, I just could not—I could not get my head around the idea. Of Twenty televisions. On I'll tell you what—you
2: could if you went there. Yeah. One well, of them is in the theater upstairs.
3: All right.
1: Uh, uh, you know, just I don't to, know if
2: they count that one because it's really big.
1: So, yeah, Just to wrap this up, <laughs> because somebody's going to call and ask about this. What about Christian's, which was a very successful restaurant on uh, just off of...
2: Yes, it was. In yeah. uh, that house is, is the absolute dichotomous opposite of our house. So it was a really different Thanksgiving. I'll say that. Anyway, thank you, Mike.
1: a new new tradition. Bye. Yeah, bye. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice.
2: 260-6368 is the number. Doug, I think we missed that last break. I'm surprised you didn't yell at me.
1: We will come back with more of the Food Show (laughs) and go go to 50. Okay, I've just been told to go to 50. All right. See, I
2: knew that, Doug. Uh 260-6368. If you would like to talk about your Thanksgiving or anything else having to do with food and holidays, do you have a holiday party? And if you do, uh, we'd like to hear about it.
1: What are we going to do about turkeys with the same kind of stuff that you put into, uh, uh, into one of those as opposed to what you put inside of the turkey you make for Thanksgiving? You, you know would, what? While I was Christmas. at that
2: wonderful Thanksgiving, I was thinking about when we went to California where Joanne... That's my son's mother in law, is still unabashedly stuffing her turkey with stuffing. <laughs> now you and can't it's, blame something on somebody just
1: because they like it. Oh,
2: I love it. Listen, oh, oh, okay. nobody ever <clears throat> stuffs a turkey anymore. I loved it. It was like was like being at the at the Thanksgiving of my youth where my mom with her her <laughs> My mom, I know I said uh, this before, but it's just so disgusting. I have to repeat it. She would youth. take stale bread and rinse it off and then squeeze it out like a sponge and mm. put it in the pan. It was really gross, but it tasted really good. Anyway, she That's stuffed that, that into the bird mm-hmm. and it was really, really great. It was like a giblet thing. I don't know if anybody does giblets anymore. Not I don't even too know often, if you're supposed but- to say giblets. But anyway, um, 260-6368, we're talking about holidays now, moving into the holiday season. And about, uh, you know, I want to I start looking at places I can go and have a drink with someone. Yeah. Like a, like a friend of mine and I went to Patrick's Bar Van one mm-hmm. time.
1: Great place. He's a kick.
2: Yeah. And it's a cool place. It's a nice little quiet bar. And uh, and I think they had some special. That's why we went. I don't even remember. It was I can a assure of years. you that It was a couple did. of years yeah. ago. And uh, I'm just wondering, does anyone else mm. go and just, I don't know, go have champagne somewhere for a holiday? I think it's it's a fun and festive oh, time. Oh, gosh.
1: I do it every chance I get. Yeah. And uh, see if you can get the, some of the kind of the cocktails that kind of lend themselves to. To, uh,
2: oh, Tom, I saw something. Oh, and I'm trying to remember where it was. Yeah. I saw something about the Manhattan. I'll have to look that mm-hmm. up because I, I, I thought of you immediately and I was thinking, oh, um, I have to show this to Tom and I'll just be prepared for the song, which will inevitably come. But it was so interesting about the Manhattan that I was willing to put up with the song and I have to go look for it so well, I can show it to you.
1: There, there is a version of this. Uh, that says it's the the world's great cocktail. The entire book is about making cocktails, specifically uh, uh, co- the kind of cocktails we're talking that you,
2: about. Yeah, that you like. Yeah. All right, 260-6368 is the number. You are listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD 2.
1: I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. Marianne is here, too. Hi. And everybody else uh, who has been talking with us is here, too, uh, for the most part. And maybe they want to come back. Carlos you is here. You never can tell. Carlos is here?
2: Carlos is here.
1: Oh, well, let's Carlos get him on. Here. Well, Hi, Carlos is Carlos, get yourself <laughs> over here there, boy. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm the same old guy. How about you? Good. Thank you. Uh, happy New Year. You, too. Um, I wanted
4: to ask about... Um, I had gone to a local restaurant uh, recently, and I can't remember if it was at uh, Rocky and Carlo's or if it was at Two um, uh, Tony's that I saw this. But it was either, it was one of those two where it looked like they had uh, iced tea made by French Market. Uh, could you be. Know, and
2: we got an email something. from, I guess, someone in your party wanting to know about Dude, it that.
4: Was, it, was it you? It, it was me. Yeah, it was me, okay. but I, since I hadn't heard, that's why I figured I might have called. You know what
2: I did? Um, I forwarded it on to the marketing director at uh, French Market, so I'm hoping to hear back from them.
4: Okay, yeah, because I, I know I, I looked on uh, French Market's website, but they don't list any type of tea, and their parent company does um, Louisiana and one other one that I can't remember offhand, but it's like a local type of place so I, I i don't know if i maybe just saw that or what it was but i mean the, the iced tea is really really I was good to say, was
2: it really that good i mean it's iced tea really i mean it, it
4: was i don't know if it's just maybe because of the atmosphere i was in or something but both times that i've had it and i think i want to say that uh mr ed's also had it like that where it was a, it was that that same brand because i remember the coloring and everything hmm. being on the uh on the uh i guess the thing where they serve the ic out of i know that has me
2: okay you know what we're gonna do we're gonna get this answer for you right now we're gonna call over to um <clears throat> to um tony at two tonys okay. Oh, okay, and, great. yeah and and ask him i hope he's there um they're, they're probably not open today but um, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to also send him an email. I hope he'll check it and call in. But we're gonna we're gonna find out from the source what they're using over there.
4: Okay, and also um, if if they don't have it listed on their website, is 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 it possible that they just do that for restaurants?
2: Yeah, could very well be. Don't you think, Tom? Okay.
1: Uh, what what was the problem or the uh, no? He loves the, plus. the iced
2: tea at Two Tonys, yeah. and it had a French yeah. market. Uh huh. Um, I, was it rapper yeah. or something? What did it have?
4: It was either, like I said, it was either two Tonys or Rocky and Carlos. I can't remember oh, okay. which one it was. I just, I just, I just, well, remember, I just remember seeing it when I, me and my wife and um, had gone out to dinner together, uh, or actually for, for Rocky and Carlos it was lunch. Well, but, okay. one good
1: thing is that if you whichever one you pick, iced tea is so cheap.
2: I'm going to go ahead and and look into this.
1: They can get in and uh, so he wants to know
2: what kind it was and where he can get some. Is what is what the deal is. So we're going to we'll run it down for you.
1: My guess would be that it would be in the next
2: hour if we can. Starts with a C. Okay. Say
1: say again, Mm -hmm. Tom. It starts with a C and community? it's out of Baton Rouge. Community? Yeah, community seems to be doing everything now. But mm-hmm. uh but that's I see lots and lots of machines and vending uh, apparatus for that very purpose of serves, being able to serve iced tea very very quickly in large amounts. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, that's all over the place these days.
2: Okay, we'll look yeah. for okay. it.
4: Yeah, exactly. it, 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 I, I just thought it was kind of weird mm. that they didn't have anything on their website about it. So, but I know that sometimes, like I said, companies do it for restaurants yes. and nobody else. But yeah, well. well, it's
2: probably, maybe it's a Cisco thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, anybody well, know maybe... the answer to this? If you can uh, clear this up for us right now, that would be great. Two six zero six three six eight. Thank you. All right, appreciate it. If you work for Cisco and it comes out of Cisco, or if you know uh, any place else that's doing this and have found out, about it there, then uh, please give us a call and clear this up right now. Otherwise, I am going to pursue this through uh, two Tonys. I don't know anyone at Rocco's Wrecking Carlos. We could call over there, I guess. They probably are open today. But anyway, um, he's looking for iced tea that is, he he somehow or another saw a French market logo or something Mm. Um, so that's what we're looking for. If you are familiar with this product that he's talking about. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. We're going to go to the news in a few min uh, in a minute or so. And, uh, you can call us after that if you would like to chat with us about anything. Want to hear about your Thanksgiving? Would like to hear if you have any holiday parties planned. And uh, if it's on a specific night or, you know, what you do there, like a, maybe a New Year's Eve party. I mean, New Year's Eve will be here, too, before you know it. Ooh, the year it? is flying by. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. And uh, whatever else it is that you would like to talk about having to do with food, we haven't even touched the almanac yet, which mm. we will get into in the next hour.
1: Hang on. More of the food show Uh, A kind of broadcasting that you will not find anywhere else in America. The Food Show, another hour of it. Hope you're there, too. 260-6368 is our number. Yeah, go ahead and call us.
4: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.